Yes, sir. You already know what it is, man. Hold on, let me bring it up right there. Let me bring this up right here. Let's get to it, man. Yeah. You are now tuned in to the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast. This one is episode 36 titled Late Nights in the LBC. LBC standing for Lame Boring City. You understand what I'm saying? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Hey. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody coming in right now. It's Friday night. You ain't got nothing going on. Your sneaky link ain't pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, check us out, man. You are now tuned into episode 36 of the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. This one's titled, man, Late Nights in the LBC. LBC meaning lame, boring city because it ain't nothing going on in Lexington, Kentucky, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the typical thing on Friday nights in Lexington, Kentucky. Ain't nothing going on. And I'm sure that it ain't nothing going on in your city that you ain't already did 900,000 times. You understand what I'm saying? So why not come kick it with me? You understand what I'm saying? Why not? I felt like, man... On weekends that I ain't booked, I might as well make it productive in whatever way that I can. If I ain't going to the gym, I'm going live. We kicking the theory. We be pulling all-nighters, watching Netflix, and we tired of Netflix. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) I'm tired of seeing British bank robbing movies. You know what I'm saying? That's all that's on Netflix right now is British bank robbing movies or movies where they mouth don't move to the words. It is 2024, and it's AI that exists. You mean to tell me that we can't find we can't find the technology to make the the mouth move with the words. You know what I'm saying? This is where we at with it, man. How many British bank robbing movies is it on Netflix right now? We ain't trying to watch those no more. Go, bruv, get the money, bruv. Like, how many movies are you going to tell us to go get the money, bruv? <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to everybody that's in this thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, shout out to everybody that's watching from YouTube. Shout out to everybody that's watching from Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's watching from um, from Twitter. Uh, we on Twitch as well. You know what I'm saying? So we covering all the platforms right now. Shout out to everybody that's watching. I know y'all wondering like, hey, man, it's 12 o'clock. Why is it? Why, why is he going live at 12 o'clock on a Friday night? Listen, I didn't have nothing else going on on a Friday night. I'm not going to the club. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have a show until tomorrow. So why not? I wasn't able to do the podcast on my usual day, which is a Thursday. Um, so I decided to do it tonight. You know what I'm saying? And, um, the reason why I didn't get to do it yesterday is, um, you know, let me go in and get this, uh, together. The reason why I didn't do it yesterday is, um, my youngest son, Leighton Starks, man. Um, that was his senior night last night, um, you know, for, uh, for basketball. So that was his last home game, you know, uh, so it's senior night and I wasn't going to miss that for the world. So the podcast had to be put on hold. So, you know. Round of applause for Sun Sun. 
Round of applause for Sun Sun, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we had to do senior night last night, man. And it was it was a great night. It was a beautiful thing. And, you know, that made us push it till Friday late night. But look at this. We got a lot of late nighters out here right now, man. You know what I'm saying? We got a ton of late nighters and our rocks with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, everybody's up. You know, a girl that you hit up and you said, hey, go, you, you try to, you know, do your little slide in in a, in a DM, you know what I'm saying? Talking about go sleep, big head. Listen, bro, she didn't answer back. She's going to answer back tomorrow and say that she was knocked out in all caps. And listen, don't take it no kind of way. She was definitely not knocked out. You know what she was doing. You ended up hitting her up too late and somebody got to her before you could. You understand what I'm saying? So this is what this is what you got to do. You know, this is what you got to do. You know what I mean? Somebody got to it before you did, you know? It's all good. That's how the game go. You know what I'm saying? And, and she's going to tell you that she was asleep. You tell her you were asleep, too. Just you was on the, you on the ARP right now. We all good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm going to put the link in the comments, man, and I'm going to pin this link. Uh, this link right here, man, is... Uh, this link right here is it'll put you in the studio. So if you want to get on the video, you know what I mean? You want to get on, on the live feed, man. You're more than welcome to get on the live feed. You dig what I'm saying? Because we're going to chop it up, man. Like it's a Thursday night, like it's any other night. People going to pop in and out and it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like, you know, I got to stay consistent doing this thing, man. I do it all alone. So pass or fail is on me. You know, I, I set the equipment up. I break the equipment down. I do it all. You know what I'm saying? One man band. Yeah, man. That's me. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to that, man. So um, let me let me see who's talking in the comments, man. Uh, Drew Valen said um, he says salute from New Mexico. Shout out to New Mexico, man. Shout out to New Mexico, man. You know what I'm saying? I go to the taco truck at least once a week. So salute to what New Mexico brought to what we at. You know what I'm saying? Salute to New Mexico, man. You know what I'm saying? We got New Mexico in the building. Isaac Brown, what up, though? Justin Freeman in the building. You know what I'm saying? Got my boy Chris Wynn in the building. Shout out to my bye. You know what I'm saying? KRS, what's his name? KRS4883 said you got that James Harden starter kit. Come on with, with these 06 jokes. Come on, man, with these weak-ass 06 jokes, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't get your 2010 joke telling ass on somewhere, man. <laughs> your, your screen name is a Wi-Fi password. Come on, man. Come on, man. Your screen name is a combination lock to a safe full of British baloney. Ugh, glass. Come on, man. Get your, <laughs> your ass out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all my late nighters, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. So, um, I done seen in the, you know, in the news and by the news, I mean the internet, you know what I'm saying? The internet is the streets, whether you want to admit it or not, the internet is the streets. It been the streets. So that's where we get a lot of our information from, whether it be true or not. That's where we get all our information from. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me if I don't look at the camera enough. Because I'm getting used to me having a camera that's not attached to my MacBook. I got it somewhere else. So I have to look up at the camera. I'm used to looking at the screen and the camera was attached to the screen. But, you know, that's what happens when you upgrade. You got to <laughs> I'm used to doing this the poor way. You know, <laughs> I'm used to doing it that way. But, you know, to start it out, man, let's get to it. Um, I don't know if y'all notice or not. Right. Um. I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. It's a few people in here from the city, man, that's from Lexington, Kentucky. Born and raised. We went, Chris Wynn, man, Triangulum. We went to the same elementary school. 
You know what I'm saying? Went to the same middle school. We kind of, we came up together, same hood, all of that, man. Ran the streets, all that, man. We did all of that together, right? So I'm going to tell you, with us being Lexington natives, Kentucky natives, right? A lot of people out of town always assume that we are people who, um, who, since we in Kentucky, that we always eat Kentucky fried chicken. Like, that's a common thing that they place on us. Like, man, I know y'all y'all got Kentucky fried chicken. I know y'all be turning Kentucky fried chicken up. Check us out. We don't, okay? We don't. I can't, I can't tell you the last time I've been to Kentucky fried chicken. It's probably been a decade ago. People in Kentucky don't eat Kentucky fried chicken. The only people who eat Kentucky fried chicken are people who migrated here from other countries. <laughs> that's the only people who eat Kentucky fried chicken. We don't eat no KFC, brother. We don't eat no KFC, bro. For what? We ate that as kids, and even then it wasn't all that good. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody eating no KFC. I ride past, I ride past KFC and don't even bat my eye to look that way. Not even a chance. So that's something that you learn that people in Kentucky do not eat Kentucky fried chicken. We do not. And whether it's in Louisville, Kentucky, whether it's in Lexington, Kentucky, whether it's in Richmond, Kentucky, we do not eat Kentucky fried chicken. You know why we don't eat Kentucky fried chicken? Because we got hood chicken spots that put all of that to shame. That's right. We got hood chicken spots that'll put KFC to shame. That chicken will slap the colonel in his mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to Indies. Shout out to Richie's. Shout out to Grimes. You know what I'm saying? We got hood chicken spots where you can taste the stress. <laughs> you can taste the stressful environment in them chicken. You know what I'm saying? In them chicken wings, you can taste the stressful environment. That's what we like. We don't eat no KFC. We don't rock with no Kentucky Fried Chicken. We go... We go to the uh, we go to the Indies drive through, you know what I'm saying? We go in Indies drive through. We get the twelve piece crunchy, you know what I mean? You get the biscuit and you get the tea lemonade mix, or you can get the goofy. The goofy is the grape grape Kool Aid with the tea, you know what I'm saying? That's the hood man. Takes you back to your man. Take you back to your roots. KFC could never make a goofy. You understand me? KFC could never. KFC ain't got no wedges this crispy. This crispy like Indies, man. You understand what I'm saying? So I needed y'all to know that. The reason I brought up KFC is because it's a story going around that KFC is going to come out with a new item. I guess, you know, they sales might be down. I don't know. They sales got to be down in Kentucky because we do not rock with KFC. We do not eat Kentucky fried chicken in Kentucky. So I guess they trying to boost up, you know, bringing people back into the store. So they're trying to change menu items. So they said that they add into the menu a chicken pizza. I say that again. They are launching the item that is a chicken pizza. If I can show you on the phone, I don't know if you can see that, but that is literally a chicken breast, a fried chicken breast, and it got cheese and pepperoni on it with tomato sauce. <laughs> it's not no bread crust. The crust is the chicken breast. And then they put tomato paste, cheese, and pepperoni. <laughs> Like, that's going to get somebody there. That's going to make me be further away from you, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Let me find out that you eat a, a chicken breast pizza, and I'm going to slap blue, blue fire out your mouth. You understand me? If you eat a chicken breast pizza, I'm slapping blue fire out your mouth. <laughs> Ain't no way that I'm going <laughs> to... Fam, I'm not eating a chicken breast pizza, man. I got kids. <laughs> I am a father. How am I going to set an example for my little ones? And I'm sitting here eating a chicken breast pizza. They over at daddy going through it. I don't know what daddy going through. 
what's wrong? Why do why you think daddy going through it? He was eating a chicken breast pizza. Like <laughs> Hey, chicken breast pizza is nuts. Come on, KFC. Oh my God. Come on, KFC. We're not doing that, man. We are not doing that, man. And I mean, KFC, the chicken is already, the chicken is already greasy. So to add tomato paste, cheese, and pepperonis on top of it, bro, come on, man. Stop playing with me, man. Ain't nobody eating that. That is <laughs> that is Muppet Baby food. <laughs> That's what they ate on episodes three through five of Muppet Babies. We're not doing that. We are not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Drew said they calling it a cheezer. <laughs> a cheetah. They eating a cheetah. What? <laughs> hey Chris, it is a chicken parm once you think about it though. They they got a chick a handheld chicken parm. Bro, listen. Let me find out you eating a chicken, a chicken breast pizza from Kentucky Fried Chicken, bro. It's like, oh bro. Fam must be on that powder again. <laughs> That's the only way. You got to be going through it in life to eat some chicken breast pizza. I know a, a homeless man to turn that down. <laughs> like, what? I ain't understanding that, man. They going through it. They they definitely out here going through it because I, I don't uh, uh, I understand trying to find new stuff and new items to sell. I understand how difficult that may be. But what team of people approved a chicken breast pizza? Like where the chicken breast is the crust. Who approved that? And how much weed did y'all smoke that day? That's what. That's, let's ask the real questions. <laughs> y'all ate an edible to try to create something that was edible, bro. What are y'all doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is crazy, man, because we overdoing, man. For the people that's listening to the audio version, um, it, it is 12 o'clock a.m. You know what I'm saying? I usually don't never go this late, but it's Friday. It's the weekend, and I literally don't have a show until tomorrow. So why not use my time wisely and be productive and chop it up? So, you know, it's I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad that we, you know, I'm glad that we here doing what we do, Ski. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to us. You know what I mean? Um, let's see what we talking about in other news, man. Um, let's see. I know what I want to talk about. So I want to talk about, um, what, what comes with levels of greatness. What I mean by that is we're going to talk about Shannon Sharp, right? And I think what he's doing is achieving greatness, right? Like a lot of people are really disrespecting that man by saying that he's just now becoming successful. Because if you really do the math, my man's been successful for about three decades now. Like people forget that he's he's won multiple Super Bowls. He literally has a Hall of Fame jacket for playing football. So he's been famous and successful before he ever was a TV analyst. Right. So then he becomes a TV analyst. His personality, you know, shines through and he became a popular TV analyst. But it was what it was. So then he grows and migrates into Club Shay Shay, Nightcap, all of these entities to where he got his own production company and 
Now that everybody's taking to it and he's landing these bombshell interviews, now everybody got something to say about Shannon Sharp. It's almost like I was talking to I was talking to somebody the other day and we was talking about making it. And it's like everybody wants to achieve the goal until they achieve the goal and realize that the process was the best part of it. Because now that he's achieving his goal, a lot is coming with it. A lot of people hate to see one man be successful in something that he did because they are thinking about, you know, whatever that they did that didn't, you know, become successful. And I think a lot of people's hating on Shannon Sharp. They starting to show their hand. I ain't even talking about Mike Epps and all of that. Like, I think I think the 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 ordeal with with Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps is, you know, Mike Epps was telling a joke. That's part of the game. When you start dealing with comedians, somebody's going to crack a joke and it's going to be a funny, insulting joke. That's part of the game. That's just what happens. But Shannon Sharp, you got to think Shannon Sharp is cut from a different cloth because he's used to battling. You talk, you talk smack. He's backing it up, you know, with physicality. You know what I'm saying? That's what he knows. That's why he reacted the way that he did, because he's taking it like the same way he would on the football field. You know what I'm saying? Until somebody got in his air like, yo, that's not going to keep the money flowing in. If you catch an attitude every time somebody say something about you, you know what I'm saying? And he let cooler heads prevail. Him and Mike Epps is cool. They met in the All-Star weekend, everything's everything, right? But all of a sudden, a lot of people starting to want to step up and feel like that they need to say something, you know, just randomly on their own about Shannon Sharp, you know? Um, a la Eddie Griffin, a whole legend in the game. Eddie Griffin has had a Las Vegas res residency for probably over five years, like to where he's doing probably three, four shows a week in Vegas, he don't have to travel because all the shows are coming to him. He's in one of the busiest cities in the world. So he's just doing a residency and knocking out four or five shows a week. He just do his thing. He's a whole legend, right? Well, he decided to get on stage and out of nowhere, talk really, really bad about Shannon Sharp, man. I want y'all to hear this real quick, man. Then he said, uh, what did he say? Uh, Cedric looked like a walrus, nigga. I'm like, no, nigga, no. Nigga, he got Ricky Smiley so good. Ricky Smiley got on the internet making tea and started crying and disappeared. <laughs> ain't nobody seen him since, nigga. He ain't been no more posts. He just disappeared. I called Cat on the phone and said, nigga, you better be on the lookout for Smiley. <laughs> that nigga wants to come smile and cry once he wanted to get you. He's smiling, nigga. I said he might show up with a dress on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, me and Cat the last two that ain't wore a dress, nigga. I called that nigga. I called and said, nigga, let's do the non branded dress tour. That shit'll be hot like a motherfucker. I said, uh -huh. Check this out right here. Yeah, Shay Shay. Gay gay. I don't give a fuck that nigga gay, nigga. That nigga sitting there with them tight ass pants on, with his balls and dick all over Cat's face. And him and Cat kept looking the other way. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, um, look, uh, yeah, uh, you can tell how that nigga drink, nigga, he gay, nigga. He kept on saying, now, now, Cat. <laughs> you get the drift, right? Now, you think to yourself, why would Eddie Griffin go out of his way to disrespect Shannon Sharp in the, in the worst way that you could possibly disrespect the man? 
bad enough us as black men, we already have enough to deal with, but you're going to go on stage with your platform, which is the stage, and and say that this man is, is gay. You're going to call this man a homosexual with no factual base. Like he's talking about how he'll never do Club Shay Shay and he'll never do this. And it's like, bro, nobody asked you, would you do it? You know what I'm saying? Almost like you, you, it's, it's almost like watching your hero die when they do stuff like this because it's like people that look up to Eddie Griffin to watch you be flustered off another man's success is disheartening, brother. You are flustered off of another man's success because why on earth did you say that? And that's a comedian to a comedian. Even though you're the OG, I know that you have the uncanny ability to write an hour's worth of jokes in your head right there on the spot. All the jokes that's in your head, you chose that one. And why? Because something about his success is rubbing you the wrong way because you still happen to do four shows a week and this man is on the internet clocking millions at this point. You see what I'm saying? That's a, it's a dirty game out here, man. Shannon Sharp didn't sign up for this. He didn't sign up to have comedians on his bad side. You got Corey Holcomb talking bad. You got Eddie Griffin talking bad. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's having something to say to the point where now this man can't do no right. Shannon Sharp went to, they showed a clip of Shannon Sharp going to a church here recently, and he spoke at a church. He had on the same kind of outfits that he be wearing on Club Shay Shay, like the hoodie, the athleisure. That's what they call it, where it's just like athletic wear. You know what I'm saying? So he gets up and he speaks at the church, and all you could see in the comments was pe people talking about the fact that he didn't have a suit on. Now, y'all don't watch this man on first take for years and years and years wear a different suit every day. And you're going to talk about the one time that he don't. Just because you wear a suit to church don't mean that he has to wear a suit to church. You see what I'm saying? It's like, what, what's really good? What's the real problem that you got with Shannon Sharp? Because it can't be what he wore on, 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 at a church. It can't be. If the people at the church ain't upset that he didn't wear a suit, why are you personally taking it to yourself to make yourself be upset? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to ask these type of questions, man. It's something about people being successful that rubs people the wrong way. That's why, that's why it's like, if I, if I blurt out an accomplishment on my own, if I blurt out an accomplishment, it's a light accomplishment. I'm not telling nobody nothing that is a deal that's going to be worth some money and some figures. Because what's going to happen is, is people that are in the struggle are going to feel like you're stunting on them instead of realizing that you just want, want them to be proud. You want to you wanna possibly motivate somebody off your grind. You know what I'm saying? I know how it go. Anybody that work at UK Hospital can't hear this news. They are going to assassinate you because they do not want to be at UK Hospital. <laughs> Anybody that work at UK Hospital, you cannot show them that you did something besides UK and, and made, made yourself successful from it. <laughs> because they are going to assassinate you. UK Hospital don't give nobody, they give a five cent raise yearly, if that. I ain't never seen them give more than five cent raise. And it's people that's been there 20 plus years and they're making, <laughs> they're making $16.50. <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, man, when you get successful, man, 
Keep your successes to yourself. I ain't saying your accomplishments keep to yourself. Keep your successes to yourself because everybody that's putting the prayer hands in the chat ain't actually praying for you. That's plotting hands. They might be plotting on you. You know what I'm saying? People might think that that praying emoji, they might be prayer hands. That might be Birdman hands. They might be plotting on you. <laughs> Look here, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> you said you live out Taste Creek, Playboy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a different ball game out here, man. They mad at Shannon Sharp for not wearing a suit at church. And if he would have wore a suit, they would have talked about the suit that he had on. It don't, it don't, you can't, you can't get right when you start being successful, man. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, is that is that God showing me a sign? <laughs> like, do I need to handle trying to be successful different? That's why when I post about stuff that I'm doing, I post in a lighthearted way. I post in a way because people know my story from the beginning. So my my core audience knows where I'm coming from when I post this or when I post that. You know what I'm saying? It's like my core audience knows, you know, and and I don't never want to get to the point where I feel like where my my core audience feel like I'm stunting on them. When I'm just simply trying to make them proud. You know what I'm saying? When I see Shannon Sharp, we in two different leagues in whatever we see as a goal, right? But I see that and I clap because it's like, bro, for somebody to be successful in one career and then retire, become a Hall of Fame legend, and then be successful in a totally, completely different career? Bro, you can't do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. You got to realize how amazing that is because look at Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is having a tough time. <laughs> Paul Pierce came podcast to save his life. <laughs> Paul Pierce cannot podcast to save his life. It don't matter what they talking about. He's like, man, LeBron ain't even all that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Paul Pierce is smoking all the weed he wanted to during the season. You look at Shay Shay, man, and how he's handling his business. He done turned it into a production company. And then you look at Paul, how Paul Pierce podcast. Paul Pierce. <laughs> Every Paul Pierce podcast, he somehow hates Lone LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this uh this podcast is sponsored by HR Block. You know what I'm saying? He'd be over like, yeah, HR Block's cool, but LeBron ain't top five, in, in my opinion. <laughs> hey man it's part of the game man said they gave tom brady 35 million top paid at espn they made sure that man stay on top yeah i mean you know that's 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 part of having a fire team around you you know what i'm saying to, to lock in those kind of deals and he had that before he even retired he knew he was gonna get that money before he even retired so you know I think, I, you know, I can't do nothing but applaud it. Can't do nothing but appreciate the game. But I think, I think seeing a black man excel in the way that Shannon Sharp has been excelling, I think is rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. And I ain't talking about just the regular people. I'm talking about people in the industry. Because why are so many comedians mad at, at Club Shay Shay? Brudges had the interview with Johnny Manziel. I think that's the first non-comedian he's interviewed since Cat Williams. Since the top of 24, right? And that Johnny Manziel interview is about three hours long and it's fire. Fire. Ain't got nothing to do with comedy. 
That Johnny Manziel interview is fire. I don't even know how many minute, millions it's at right now. I'm going to look right now. I'm going to look that up right now. And see where that, uh, see where that interview is at. Uh, full episode. Let me see. So it did a million and a half in two days. And he got a lot of clips out here, like breakdown clips. So it's over a million already. It was over a million the first day for sure. So what I'm telling you, telling you is a lot of people are expecting to see a downturn when he started interviewing different guests. But the thing is, is Club Shay Shay is becoming the new hot, the new hot red table talk. Like not even to tell like, you know, sad truths or nothing like that. But it's like it's where you get a chance to speak your piece and have an interesting dialogue with somebody that only Shannon Sharp can do. So, you know, I say all that to say salute to Shannon Sharp, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, salute to Shannon Sharp. What he's doing is fire. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Bruh got his own, bruh got his own cognac. Bruh got his own production company now. He got the podcast with Ocho Cinco. Dig what I'm saying? He got the Club Shay Shay show. He's on um um whatever show that is with Stephen A. Smith. You know what I mean? He's fresh off the first take. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Bruh's winning all across the board, man. Can't beat it. Salute to him, man. In other news. Let's get to it. Oh. <laughs> um, so I learned some things today. I learned what a CPN is. CPN. Charles Percy Nancy. CPN. Um. CPN stands for credit privacy number, right? Um, and I say that because a woman in Atlanta. Hello, ma'am. How you doing? Uh, a, a woman in Atlanta ended up getting arrested for using a CPN to purchase veneers. That's right. She went to the dentist's office and she used, because you got to have credit, like you got to have a line of credit to you can't just go in there and pay cash and that's just what it is. No, you got to have a line of credit even though you're paying cash. Like, and that's just the way that they work for whatever reason it is. That's their policy, but it is what it is. So she went and used somebody else's uh, a CPN because she don't have her own. She paid her own cash, but what they did is they realized that it was some fraudulent activity going on and they called the police. So they caught this girl <laughs> in the chair, laid back, with the napkin on the thing, the napkin just clipped to the shirt. She had the napkin clipped to a shirt, and it went like this. Hello, ma'am. How you doing today? Hey. Let me see your phone real quick. What's your name? Let me see your phone real quick. What's your name? Tina who? Okay. What did you... This is the interaction between her and a police officer. What name did you come here under? Um, my name. Why? You came under here? Are you sure about that? Mm-mm. What's going on? Okay, go ahead and stand up for me real quick. Recognizing red flags, the officer took swift action, placing her in handcuffs and escorting her out of the dental office. You got ID on you? Returning to jail. Knowledge is 14903. Repeating 14903. 
show me out at 1950 West. I never paid with a credit card. So now they they took her out of the office. They put her in cuffs, right? They take her out of the dental office and they place her in the car, and she starts telling everything. Listen to this. Never paid. Hold up. Mutual acquaintance. Do you understand each of these rights as I've explained to you? Yes, ma'am. Having these rights in mind, would you like to talk? Go ahead. That was a yes? All right. I just had to get that verbal yes. All right. So we're here because they informed us that somebody supposedly was using somebody's credit card. No, I didn't use nobody's credit card. I didn't use their credit card. You said somebody's name. Okay. And I didn't, I paid for myself. I haven't used a credit card. I found out with the victim on Marlins Drive at that address. You still go in jail, fam. You can clean it up all you want to, but you still going to jail. And not only are you going to jail, you going with regular teeth. <laughs> Audit from a girl up here, the profile from a girl in Atlanta. And that's it. Okay. I haven't used any credit. I I pay with my own money. I I went to the bank this morning, got my money out to pay them today. How much did you owe them today? I owed them eight thousand dollars today. Okay. And I went to the bank and got the money out to come here. So you, you never pay with a credit card. So <laughs> so in a nutshell, <laughs> this girl went to go get some veneers. She paid with her own money, but she used somebody's credit profile to to uh you know get in there and finish the transaction basically because you need a credit profile. I guess it's not credit privacy, credit profile number. You need somebody's credit profile number to to you know complete the process. So my thing is, what if they was like halfway done, like with the veneers, like they only had half the mouth done and she got arrested? Like, do you, do you have to have the mug shot with, with a half white smile? Like, what's going on? You know what <laughs> I know she had built herself. She had got her rest. You know what I'm saying? She had ate her final meal because she knew she wouldn't agree to be able to eat heavy. You know what I'm saying? She had got herself prepared and went to the bank. She couldn't wait to get that new smile. She's going to stunt on these motherfuckers out in, but she could not wait, boy, and went to jail with regular teeth. I mean, be- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she, went to t- she went to jail with regular back husbands, ugly. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious, man, because we in that era, man. We in that era where, you know, what people's doing is, uh, what people's doing is, I think the new vanities changed. You know, we went from that era, we went from that era of, of, you know, people getting surgery to look how it is that they wanted to look, right? They would go get plastic surgery. And, you know, they would get their nose done. They would get their teeth. They would get they they would get everything. There's ain't nothing new. You know what I mean? But the surgery side has slowed down a little bit besides, you know, BB, BBLs and all that. But facial surgery has kind of slowed down, you know, and uh, it's starting to turn into everybody getting their teeth done. I mean, all our favorite rappers is getting new teeth, which is wild because it's like, you know, you from the hood. You I understand like a too short. You needed veneers. Yeah. Your teeth was. <laughs> the gap in your teeth was wider than the margin of victory in the Special Olympics. You understand what I'm saying? I understand too short. I understand, you know, Nas getting the chip too fixed. I understand Fabulous getting the chip too fixed. I understand those kind of things. But a lot of a lot of rappers that didn't need new teeth got new teeth. And I was kind of confused about it. Like Jeezy got new teeth. 
Um, Plies got new teeth. Whoever whoever did Plies' job though, they snapped on Plies though. Like Plies got some pearlies though. Like no a pause. Like you know what I mean. But it's like a lot of these guys, they just got it for the aesthetic of I just want super pearly white teeth. You know what I'm saying? Even Buster Rhymes got veneers. I didn't even understand that. I'm like, what's nothing wrong with your teeth? But when you just kind of get into it, it's like I don't know, man. People's mind frames change, and and you know they start they start getting into different things and just because celebrities you know just because celebrities get into this you know what i'm saying many people's getting bbls they had to drop the price you get more work when you drop the price when it's affordable people's gonna get their bodies done so they started making them veneers affordable you know because some people be paying fifty sixty thousand dollars and joe budden got veneers like a lot of people got their teeth done but I don't understand if that's not really in your tax bracket. Why would you go and get some veneers in your mouth? Like, like, I mean, I know people who have like calcium issues, you know what I'm saying? Calcium deficiencies and things like that to where they teeth, you know, they have dental problems. Of course, get veneers, blah, blah, blah. But there's some people that get veneers and never even needed them. They just wanted them because it's just an easy way to have a crispy white smile. I'm good. I'm good. What if you give veneers and your breath still stink? Like, <laughs> how does that work? You give veneers, you give veneers and your breath still smell like <laughs> a Saturday morning uh, bucket of mop water. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand it, man. Like, I this is this is why I don't understand it, right? I'm gonna put this up here. Look at that, man. Y'all know who that is. That is. Pre-surgery, look him. That is pre-surgery, look him. Now, I'm going to tell you something, man. I don't know what she saw that she didn't like, but pre-surgery, look him was a dime piece. Pre-surgery, look him is fire. Pre-surgery, look him. Listen, man. If she knew what her natural face possessed, I don't think in that era nobody would have been seeing Lil' Kim. You get one surgery, one surgery turned into two, two surgeries turned into four, four turned into eight. Because you're never going to be satisfied with these procedures that get done because you're constantly looking at the imperfections in your face. Do you get what I'm saying? I couldn't imagine getting something done to my face and looking at an old picture of myself and be like, dang, like, man, I kind of was better back then. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. To each his own. But these veneers, this surgery, all that kind of action, it ain't for me, man. <laughs> it ain't for me, man. I just, you know what I mean? It ain't for me. It, it ain't for me, man. Like, you got to take you got to take me how it is. I might get some Invisaligns, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Straighten the toothless out a little bit, but... I ain't gonna go too heavy right there, man. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? My nose is what it is, bro. We got to roll with that. My chin is gonna be what it is. We got to roll with that. It's people getting their lips done, getting their cheeks filled up, people getting their skin pulled back. Like, it's too much work going on, man. It is too much work. What are they doing with the leftover meat from these surgeries? That's what I want to know. What are they doing with the leftover meat from all of these BBLs? 
Some of it's fat transfers and some of them, you know, they doing other stuff with that meat. Honestly, I think they selling it to the uh, to the uh, Chinese uh, vendors in the mall. And that's where they get their General Tso's chicken from. You know, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, without the sauce, I'm sure it tastes like BBL meat. Got it? <laughs> For real. For real. If someone got veneers and your breath smell like Dennis Rodman's little ring, something wrong. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I know somebody who got some veneers on the top and they didn't get the bottom done yet. So it's two different contrasts of color. It looked like it looked like a Buick. <laughs> Every time they smile, I just think Buick. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? <laughs> Buick Riviera smile having there. <laughs> <laughs> um I did a show um early in the week, right? And um like 13 years in the game, I think the first I think the first 6 7 years maybe Maybe the first six, seven years, I used to hit a lot of mics. And if you don't know what a mic is, a mic is a room that is not your typical showroom. It's usually a business of some sort, and they just letting you do comedy in the business. Whether it be a bar, a restaurant, it could be an office space. Some people have had shows in a basement and people, you know what I mean? Like, it just it's just a mic. Like, a lot of people come up and just work out jokes. They call it working out. You know what I mean? Because you're working out material, you know. And um, as as I became a headliner and and headline more and more, um, I I kind of shied away from mics because the thing about mics that's a developmental place. Like a lot of people is developing material and they're trying to see if it works because it's, it's in front of a live audience. And um that just wasn't something that I felt I needed to do anymore because I knew the material worked and, you know, anything new that I needed to try, I just tried at an actual show at a club at whatever, you know what I mean? And, um, Tuesday, a friend of mine, man, shout out to uh, Alex Hernandez, man. It's the little homie, man. Um, he's putting on shows. His mom has a restaurant and, uh, he's been putting on shows, man. And, He's probably two years in the game, but he's really funny. Like he's really good at what he do. And uh, he's been he's been having some some nice shows. And he asked me to come headline, uh, come headline his mic, man. And, you know, uh, just based off the way that we met and the energy that he got and just him being a young cat on the grind. I was like, man, I, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna come through. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I needed some new material to work out anyway, because, uh, you know, after I shot the special in December, you know, it's time to work on a whole new hour. You know, so I went to the mic, man, and I can't lie, like this particular mic, it was like it wasn't um, a bunch of people that wasn't funny trying to figure out how to be funny. It was people that was funny just doing material. So, you know, I come and close the show out, man. And when I tell you I had a good time, man, and the new material was fire, you know, I posted a clip. Um, I posted a clip from it and uh, a lot of people was rocking with it. They was enjoying, they was enjoying the clip. Uh, and I was just trying stuff, man. You know what I mean? I was just writing stuff there on the spot and just seeing, you know, just seeing what it would do, man. And I had a good time because that's just kind of how the comedy game's working, man. Like, you know, a lot of people's focused on 
a lot of people's focused on these people who's already made it in the sense of they doing tours and arenas and this, that, and the third. They actually get in the mind frame of thinking that nobody exists that's as funny as them outside of them. And they can't be no that can't be further from the truth. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's just a thing. It's like people hear Beyonce sing and they think that nobody else exists that can sing that good. It is, they just don't have the push. They don't have the light. They don't have, they don't have the time to put into it that the next person got. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of a thing. Like, you know, that's kind of a thing. And I bring it up, I bring it up for the reason of saying that um a lot of people in the grind, a lot of people in the grind are funnier than the people that you see on TV. Some people you may never know, and some people you'll find out sooner or later. But it's a lot of people out there that are extremely hilarious, but whatever happened in the course of their life, they couldn't put as much energy into it to get successful as the person that's successful. Don't mean that they know worse. Don't mean that they know better. I know an OG right now, bro was touring the country, headlining everything. He was on Sirius XM, TV, you name it, he was everywhere. And then whatever happened in his life, I've never asked him. Whatever happened in his life, you know, things slowed down. The love for the game didn't slow down, but things slowed down to where, you know, he got to figure out how he going to get work. And that's the part of the game. So I say that to say, if you go to a comedy club, nine times out of 10, you're not going to know who that person is on the marquee. You never heard of their name. You don't know if they are funny or not, but I'm going to tell you something. Clubs don't book people who aren't funny. You'll have, you'll have a variable to where you'll have a, a show that just wasn't your cup of tea. But majority of the time, I guarantee you, if you go to a comedy club and you just go in there and watch the show, I guarantee you, you'll leave being a fan of who that person is. Whether they white, black, Arab, Jewish, it don't matter. You'll leave being a fan of who that person is because that's how it works. Don't base it off of every show you go to got to be a big name. And I say that because I'm, I live the experience. Like a lot of people don't know until they know when it comes to me, they know I'm funny on the internet, but I'm way funnier in person. You know what I'm saying? Way funnier in person. Like the internet, the only reason I even do the internet is so I can convince more people to want to see me in person. That's the only reason I even do content. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to my dog, Aaron Hernandez, man. And tomorrow which is basically today because it's past 12 o'clock. Um, I'm doing Don't Tell Comedy. I know y'all see that around. Don't Tell is like, um, is a platform that does secret shows all across the country. And they do them just in unfam like uncommon locations. And um, it's like a real organic vibe just doing, you know, comedy. You know what I mean? So um, tomorrow I'm doing Don't Tell and I'm headlining. And I'm closing it out tomorrow night, man. And, uh, you know, I'm working out some more new material, you know what I mean? And I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be dope, man. So if you in Lexington, man, you know, um, pull up, man. Um, I'll be posting on, uh, you know, I'll be posting on my social media, man. So if you in town, man, pull up, you know, it's going to be a good time tomorrow night. You know what I mean? Um, moving on, moving on. You're Um, we went from veneers to comedy, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking on it, just thinking on this though. Like I said to myself, right? I was like, what if I was in Shannon Sharp's shoes, right? 
And Eddie Griffin said that about me, like saying that I'm a gay man, talking about the way that I dress and the way that I drink and the way that I do this is gay and da 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 da. I said, man, you know, I, I got a petty part. I got a petty side about me. I got a petty side about me, man. I, Eddie Griffin would have had to see me, man, about that gay. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Griffin would have had to see me. Listen, man, I would have had Eddie Griffin mama on tape talking about, my baby, my legs don't go back that far now. You know? <laughs> because who you who you think you're talking to, bro? I will, I will put it in your mama butt, nigga. <laughs> Who you think you talking to? <laughs> Who do you think you talking to, bro? I will sacrifice everything to make an example. <laughs> I will put it in her old butt, Uglad. Come on, man. Who are you talking to, man? <laughs> I'm saying, man, before I move on, I just want to say one thing I don't like that people do, man. You got to realize as black men, men in general have to fight, but black men have an extra fight, right? And we all know it. It's a un it's a un it's a hidden fight that black men have. But it always seems like that it always seems like when it comes time to attack a black man, they attack us in one of three ways, right? They attack us either by attacking our character or they even try to attack us financially, try to take the money, or they either try to attack your sexuality. It's always trying to say a man is gay. Like people always trying to say men are gay. Like, and it's be so, and it be so bad, dog, because women are like, they just be like, well, I, I always kind of felt like he was sassy and he was a little, you know, flamboyant. And I always felt like it's like, bro, women are confusing to me because how could you sit there and openly say this as if it's a bad thing that a man may be gay? Like, what if he is gay? Then what? Does it make it any does it make him any less talented? Does it make it any less Hall of Fame? Does it make him any less greater of a football player? No. The thing that gets me about women is they so they they want to accuse a man of being gay or homosexual so bad, but the whole time they got a gay best friend. Just say you need a friend. <laughs> say you need a friend that, that, that won't try to hit you. You know what I mean? They won't try to bust your guts up. Like just say you need that. You ain't got to call a man gay, bro. Cause that's just a that's kind of a low insult, bro. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I don't know, man. He better man than me because I would have had it in Eddie Griffin mama chest. You hear me? Put it all up in her chest. Hey, you talking about? <laughs> I would have shot. And to be even more disrespectful, I would have recorded it on an Android. You know? <laughs> I would have recorded it on an Android. Hey, you talking about? I would have. I would have pulled her wet set out. Hey, you talking about? <laughs> Oh, oh man. <laughs> Johnny, you right, man. So they always emasculate the black men off the rip. No other race, but I I mean it's it's true, man. They love to try to say that we gay and, and all this kind of stuff, man. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, stop it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's disrespectful to the people who actually are gay. You know what I mean? I have a gay family member. You know what I mean? I have a 
a female to transition to a male. You know, I don't love her no different. I, it's it's regular as hell. Like we, that's just what you identify as. Now, I mean, do you, is it weird how you wear your pants? Sure, because <laughs> you you are you are you are walking a little bit too hard. This is not a DMX video. You ain't you ain't got to do that. Like, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is, man. You know, and um, I don't like the fact I don't like the fact that um, I don't like the fact that the comedians we are damaged people, dog. Like. I said it before, we have this uncanny ability to turn to turn sorrow into happiness via laughter, right? And a lot of the times, just because we have the ability to turn it into to happiness doesn't mean that it stays happiness. Because after the laugh is done, it goes back to what it was. I, I know when I was in court, man, with the whole family court situation and all that, man, the stage was saving grace. While I was on stage, bro, no other problems existed. Like, that was the, a beautiful, t- like, you're talking about a breath of fresh air. It's like, man, it's just good energy coming both ways, man. Like, man. And then you get off stage and you drive home and realize that the problems are still right there. So I say that we are damaged people. So comedians be having real life problems. And I think what happens is is those problems go untreated or unnoticed or, you know, unresolved. And they end up taking it out on everybody else. A lot of these comedians, bro, be having issues, bro. The same ones that everybody looking up to, they be having issues, bro. These kids grow up, don't respect them. You ain't been there. They don't respect you. All you've been is a source of money. And now that they're old enough to speak and live for themselves, you wouldn't dare in their darkest moments. They don't respect you no more. You know? And I think it tr- it's starting to translate into being messy because a lot of these comedians are starting to go at each other. You stole my joke and you did this and you did that and blah, 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 blah. You know? All the way to the point where, you know, by, the, by now you've heard about Corey Holcomb and, and Donnell Rollins, you know? And, um... I think it's um I think it's wild how messy Corey Holcomb is being at this point. Cause it's almost like he's trolling. It's almost like he's trying to garner extra attention by being by being negative all the time. You know, I know his his comedy and his personality is that of a truth teller, which comes off harsh. But I'm saying it's a difference between truth telling and hating. You know what I'm saying? And and I think what Corey been doing lately is is coming off kind of like hate. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shout out to Corey Holcomb. He got my he got my dog uh Craig Fax on the on the um on the show, man. Giving my dog some light, man. One of the best roasters in the game. You know, uh, but I think I think it's just a lot of that comes off as hate because it's unnecessary. Like the things that he's saying about other comedians. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense for real. You know what I mean? So, um, they was at the Laugh Factory in LA. Um, and Donnell Rollins had just got off the mic. And, uh, I guess he thought that he had left the room. And Donnell Rollins might have went over a little bit on his time. So, Corey Holcomb basically, you know, got up there and took a shot at him. Said he's a mild comedian. And don't forget that, you know, Corey Holcomb just dissed Dave Chappelle 
and said that Dave Chappelle be bombing all the time. Like, yeah, everybody look up to Dave Chappelle, but they'll be knowing that Dave Chappelle be bombing. And it's like, bro, you ain't had no reason to say that, you know? And Dave Chappelle's kind of too big to respond to that. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it was what it was, but, you know, they ended up having a back and forth in front of everybody at the comedy club, man. Listen to this. You catch up. You ain't have to Nobody agree? So I'm wrong. Okay, I can be wrong. I'm talking about, but we at the, we at the, um, what is this called? This is the Laugh Factory. If we was at the Savoy, you wouldn't be able to be up here that long. The nigga be like, get your whole ass down. I catch up in the hardest rooms in Brooklyn. And you ain't never, and you ain't never with them rooms. You just yelling. I don't have a mic. I can talk to you straight up. You want to talk about it? You saying I'm mild. You saying I ain't come through the streets or the gutters is straight bull. And if you want to ask somebody, ask the mother that you know. LD. Listen, listen. This be fair. Fair conversation. No, 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 no. Let's be fair. Let's be fair and real. You say you keep it 100. Know how I get that. 32. I ripped. You rip lights? I rip, you, you, you ask anybody ever see me bomb. Anybody. And you ask anybody that don't know me, I keep it gangster. I don't, I don't say you No, bomb. you try to say I'm a bum. I ain't no bum. No, I didn't say you And that bomb. saw, that saw. Your is mild. Your mouth comic is totally off. So you a strong guy. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. That's right. You get the gist of it, man. <laughs> so they going back and forth, man. And, you know, um, they did that in front of the fans. And, um, you know, like Donnell called Corey's bluff in a sense. But it's kind of like for why did this even exist? Like, why was this even a thing? You know, it's a difference between being a truth teller and it's a difference. It's, a, it's, it's truth teller and then it's hating. You know what I'm saying? Because... A lot of people, a lot of people just be flat out hating, bro. Like, it, it it don't, it don't make sense. It don't make sense because somebody as great as Corey Holcomb shouldn't have to go this route in order to get the type of attention that he's getting right now from this. He's brilliant enough of a comedian to like not even have to ever hate on another comedian because there's like, the more the comedians band together, the better you can be because it's always something that a comedian can find in your set and make it help you make it better. You know what I'm saying? That's what we call, that's what we call, like it's, it's comedians. Like I could be on stage, right? And I can get, I could tell, a, I can do my set and I can get off stage. And some comedians that have some notes like, Hey man, I don't know if you take notes, man, but you know, uh, I got some notes, man. They could, you know, probably, you know, if, if you want, you know, they could probably make your joke better. That's not a diss. That's not a knock. That's not saying that your stuff wasn't funny. They're trying to help you advance the joke to make it even bigger. You know what I'm saying? I'm all me. I'm always receptive to that. Sometimes it ain't it ain't a joke that it ain't a you know a enhancement that I, I'm I'm for. So I might not use it. But it's been times where it's like my homeboys would be like, man, at the end if you say it like this instead of like that, bro, it's gonna be the difference. And then I do that, and it, the joke will kill even harder. 
That's how it works. A lot of these guys, man, listen, these cats be hating on each other, talking bad about each other behind each other's backs, bro. Shit don't be making sense to me. And see, my thing is, my thing is, I don't want to hate, I don't never hate on the next comedian. It doesn't, it, it don't do me, it really don't do me no good. It don't do me no justice to hate on the next comedian. I watched people that was on Def Jam have a hard time following me. I've did shows with people that's on Def Jam and they've had a hard time following me. And I'm watching them like my energy's up here and they get up here and they couldn't keep the wave going. And I'm more shocked because I'm like, you the OG, you the, you the veteran veteran and you ain't. But I'm like, at the same time, who am I to judge that? Because I don't know what you was going through in the moment to where you couldn't make yourself do what you known for doing. You know what I'm saying? I can't let a one-off event make me think that that's who you are as a person or who you are as a comic. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Comedians need to stop hating on each other, man. Just because somebody gets successful, you don't know what they had to do to be successful. And you don't even know if that's really, truly success. They might have sold their soul to get on TV. You don't know what they had to go through to get on TV. Be careful what you wish for, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Cherokee Blackwater, what up, though? Shout out to Corey Holcomb and Donnell, man. You know what I mean? I like that Donnell hold his, held himself down, man. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Corey Holcomb, man. You know? You know, uh, Corey Holcomb, 5150 show. You know what I mean? Um, I think he got a lot more that he can, I think he got a lot more that he can give to the world besides being malicious towards people. I know your humor is brash. I know it's edgy, but actually attacking people and talking bad about people, I don't think it's getting you nowhere because how long, how can you sustain that? How long is that going to work before it gets stale? You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll create more enemies than you will, you know what I mean? Fans. So, you know, but who am I? Anyway, <laughs> in other news let's get to it shout out to y'all for rocking with me too it's one o'clock in the morning man you know what i'm saying this is episode 36 of the arp man you know what i'm saying we calling this the uh late nights of the lbc lame boring city you know what i'm saying <laughs> late nights in the lbc man y'all heard rocking with your boy we wouldn't do nothing we, you can just tell we wouldn't do nothing else you know what i'm saying um let's see Uh, so this news, this news, uh, headline says Airbnb host sued by guests for sending his wife a photo of him with another woman after he refused, after he refused to pay 960 in fees and left a bad review. I'll say that again. A Airbnb host is sued by a guest for sending his wife a photo of him with another woman after he refused to pay $960 in fees and left a bad review. I'm going to read this story. It said, uh, Sean Mackey of Mississippi is suing Airbnb and his super host, Pamela Fowler, after accusing them of invading his privacy, inflicting emotional distress, and causing damage to his marriage. Mackey initially filed his 22-page complaint in September 2022 alleging that Fowler sought revenge after he refused to pay 960 in fees and penalties after having extra guests and breaking house rules. 
Mackie had rented a house in Memphis, Tennessee for a weekend reunion with old friends, booking his stay for September 9th through 11th for himself and three other guests who all had tickets to a football game. Mackie said he told Fowler about having extra friends over for dinner at the three-bedroom, two-bath home, listed at $5.57 per night. Upon arriving on 9-9, Mackie sent a list of nine people, noting that four or five will be staying over, to which Fowler okayed. However, she claimed that she received numerous complaints after much back and forth, Mackie checked out his plan, and on September 19th, he received a $960 bill from Airbnb, which included a $160, uh, $160 fine for the extra guests, $250 for breaking the rules against the local guests and excessive noise, and another $300 for moderation of the review. He refused to pay that, and on September 20th, Fowler continued harassing him and emailed his wife a security camera photo of him and another woman coming into the home after 3, 3 a.m. She also allegedly threatened to put the content on YouTube because the file was too large to text. Mackey said the Airbnb would not consider Fowler's alleged actions and in, and in her December 22, 2022 countersuit, she denied emailing Mackey's wife. Fowler also filed a motion to dismiss along with Airbnb filing a motion for both parties to undergo arbitration. Mackie has until February 21st to respond. Whew. What do y'all think about that? <sighs> oh my God. What do y'all think about that? What the fuck do you, what do you mean? How? How have you, oh man. What, you're just ruining it. You're ru look at my lips. You're ruining it. Ru <laughs> Dawson Brigman, what up, though? Only one mystical. What it do, though? Uh, Dawson Brigman said, What's good, Starks? I sacrificed 15 goats for this shirt. Still one of the hardest roasts of all times. NBA outfit roast. <laughs> That's love, man. I appreciate you, man. Hey man, the uh uh the shoe roasts are back, man. I might I might find a way to do the outfit roast, man. If it if it ain't gonna be cyberbullying, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but I appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna talk about that at the end too, at the end of the podcast, man, about all of that because, uh, to be honest with y'all, uh, to be honest with y'all, oh my god, I didn't know what I had when I created that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know it was going to go as far as it did when I created that, man. But we're going to get into that. But right now, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Um, it's Airbnb thing. So they say that the Airbnb host told, told the guy that he had to pay $960 in fees for violating whatever policy that she had set forth, right? He refused to pay the $960. So she said, if you're not going to pay me, I'm going to send the surveillance footage of you and another woman to your wife. And she sent it. What do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about that? Mellow 919, what up, though? What do you... Listen, first of all, I'm suing her boots off. You never own an Airbnb again in your life, first of all. Because I don't care what kind of super host you are. You are not supposed to be sending no footage to a man's wife because he didn't pay you $1,000. We black. We round off to the nearest temp. 960, that's a thou wow. Okay? I'm talking about what in your head told you 
that it would be okay to send that man's wife footage of him with another woman when he paid you for your property. You didn't get into business to be messy. See, karma, karma is 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 uh karma is a thing that moves on its own time. You can't do wrong by people like that and think that you're gonna have good things coming your way. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna wake up one day and your meniscus ain't gonna work, bitch. Like <laughs> you're gonna wake up and your meniscus gonna disconnect like a Kenwood CD player. And you're going to be like, Lord, why does my meniscus not connect no more? <laughs> why does my meniscus have bad Wi-Fi? <laughs> then all of a sudden, the other meniscus is going to go out. And you're going to be like, Lord, why is my menisci not in operation? <laughs> menisci is plural for two meniscuses. You know? <laughs> Lord, why is my menisci? <laughs> Yo, she... She let a man rent the Airbnb out and then charged him extra fees because she's watching the, the camera saying he brought extra people into the Airbnb. And then when he refused to pay, which she could have took him to small claims court and under contract, he would have had to pay the money. But instead, she took the surveillance footage. Told him if he don't pay, she's going to send it to his wife. And she's. Like, you know, you can't never take that back. And you sent it thinking that you still get your money. Like, <laughs> only one mystical said, I'm like, for real though, what trauma in your life made you say, well, I'm going to show him. Let me send this video of him and a woman that ain't his wife. How is you as a super host know what this man's wife look like? How do you know he's even married? That has nothing to do with the contract on the Airbnb. I've rented a few Airbnbs before and they don't never ask your, your what they might ask. Are you having guests? But that has nothing to do with your marital status. That's none of the Airbnb's business. And at the same time, I ain't never had no problem with uh, inviting guests. Like I know they don't want you to have parties on their property. Like I get that. But I mean, I'm not great. You're not great to sit there and tell me that I can't have three friends come pull up while I'm in town and we kick it in the, in the kitchen. You ain't great to tell me that. You don't charge this man 960 because you you a super host. You know how the game works. So think about how many times that she's already finessed people out of their money for doing things like that, because it's like, OK, well, I got this surveillance footage. So the minute that I see you violate something, because I'm going to watch it like a hawk. The minute I see you violate something, I'm going to report it and charge you for it. And then I make extra money because I'm not your friend. I don't even know you. So I can do you dirty and still move on. Anything you do past this point is a crime. But this particular time, the hurt got too strong. She must have got cocky. And she saved that surveillance footage and sent it to that man's wife. Throw her under the jail. Throw her under the jail. Throw her under the jail. Huh? Throw away the key. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on Airbnb. <laughs> Yo. Said they should take away her um take away her rental privileges. I agree. I agree. I fully agree. You know what I mean? 
Said she tried to charge for uh, having extra people in the Airbnb. Dude had a dinner party. <laughs> Guess who going to jail tonight? Right. Yeah. Plus, come on, man. Listen, I'm peeing on the doorknobs of every property you got from this day forth. And I'm going to wear Pooh Shiesty on camera so you ain't going to know who it is. I'm going to walk away slew footed too, so it won't be my walk. I'm going to walk like Q, uh, like uh, uh, Tupac did on Juice. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to walk like Tupac on Juice and go pee on every doorknob you got. Because, you know, the Airbnb has got the electric doorknob so you can put the code in. I'm messing up all your codes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All your doorknobs at that Airbnb at, at that Airbnb is gonna smell like that Mickey Mouse blanket that used to be at your cousin's house. It smelled like pee all the time. That's what all your doorknobs is gonna smell like, that Mickey Mouse blanket from the 90s. Yeah. That's deep, boy. I hope she never do business again, dog. Grand Peasy said extortion. Definitely, definitely extortion. And all they got to do is investigate and see how many times she's charged people for stuff. Because, you know, the common person, you know, they get these charges and they just eat it and move on, you know? Bruh said, no, sir. Think about it. What, what, if, what, if, what if you did all of that? Show that this, show this man's wife. And then she was like, well, we a poly couple. That's my girlfriend. And then what? Like, you know what I'm saying? You would have been sitting there looking stupid. You'd have been looking stupid. <laughs> what if there's a poly couple and that was that was her girlfriend and they was on a little, you know what I'm saying? Little out of town excursion. You know what I'm saying? So she sent the email and no girl emailed her back. Like, I know, that's 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 my that's my wife. Like <laughs> Oh man, I would have loved to have seen the reaction on that one. She probably would have typed hard. Like she worked at AutoZone. She need an alternator. <laughs> man it man <laughs> um i just don't understand it man <laughs> what the fuck do you what do you mean how how have you oh man what, you're just ruining it you're look at my lips you're ruining it i don't know what it is man that's why uh somebody had uh you know and i ain't i ain't trying to be sexist this is Purely comedy and, and meant for the sake of laughter. Um, but it's like, I remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president and somebody said, somebody said they afraid for Hillary Clinton to become president because what happens when she's on a period? Like <laughs> she's going to hit the button. You know? She's going to hit that nuke button when she's on a period, boy. You know what I'm saying? Because women are, women are emotional creatures, man. And, and they do a lot of, they do a lot of unrepairable things. Um, they do a lot of unrepairable things when it comes to, you know, emotions, you know, and, and think about this woman, you know, exhibit a, you know, with the Airbnb, that was all emotion based. That wasn't business. Cause if that was business, she would have acted accordingly and kind of used Airbnb, Airbnb's policies and the law to her advantage. And she probably would have got cuz out the paint and he would have had to pay that money. You know, and now you costing yourself more time 
and and more lawyer dollars, you know what I'm saying, to to now fight a case because he's suing you for what you did. And you got the nerve to try to countersue. What are you countersuing for? You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say, like, um, women that are in high positions, I don't know what needs to happen, but something got to be in place to where the emotions can't override the policy. You know, the emotions can't override what actually needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I think when women get emotional, they kind of lose the common sense, man. You know what I'm saying? For instance, it's a 67-year-old judge that a judge, a judge in a court of law, a 67-year-old judge, she shot her boyfriend in the head for breaking up with her and said uh, she had uh, been on record for shooting her husband, her ex-husband, in the genitals years prior. This is facts. This is a judge. What race is she? She's absolutely black. She's absolutely black. She shot the man, she shot her husband in the nuts. He's no longer with her. She got a boyfriend, and she shot him in the head because he broke up with her. Emotions. You're a judge and you just broke the law in one of the worst ways you could ever break the law as a judge. <laughs> You're about to go to the same place that you sent hundreds and thousands of people. Because you're a judge. Let's get into this story, man. A Pennsylvania judge has landed herself behind bars because she couldn't face the fact that her relationship was over. Judge Sonia M. McKnight, 67, was taken aback after being told by her boyfriend, Michael McCoy, that he was leaving her and he needed to move out of his home. He asked her multiple times to leave before taking the house key that he had given her. But like a roach infestation, she found her way back. <laughs> he didn't know that Sonia made a copy of the key. Mother. Emotions. Emotions. <laughs> He didn't know that Sonya made a copy of the key. McCoy left for work thinking that he had finally gotten rid of her only to see her sitting on his couch eating cereal the next day. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, man. They said that she was sitting on the couch eating cereal. If I was dude, I would have been terrified from that point. You could have been, listen, you could have been eating any kind of item that wouldn't have had me so intimidated, but bitch, you eating cereal. We are black and we are lactose intolerant and you are eating cereal on purpose. You are a cereal killer, ma'am. No pun intended. <laughs> you are sitting on the couch eating cereal when I told you to leave. It'd be different if you was eating grilled cheese and soup. It'd be different if you was eating steak and potatoes. It'd be different if you had Zaxby's. You sitting on the couch eating cereal. You are a judge. <laughs> you are 67 years old eating cereal. I am terrified. <laughs> you. 
Oh, what is going on, bro? What is going on? Melo said, what kind of cereal, though? Hey, nah, facts. The cereal matters, too. If you eating Count Chocula, like, bitch. 911. <laughs> Your colleague is in here. <laughs> Yo, man. I got to finish reading the story, bro. They said she was, she made it. One, she made a copy of the key. Two. He thought she was out. She's in the house. She's not hiding. She's on the couch eating cereal, my boy. He told her to leave and she's in the house eating cereal. Two things. Either one, she's absolutely crazy. Or two, bro got good dick. I ain't even gonna bro. <laughs> pause. Bro got, got has some good peen on him to be having her go through all of this because where is your pride at, ma'am? You are six this seven. You have been through at least four midlife crises at this point. You are six this seven and you refuse to leave this man alone. So much so that you fixed yourself <laughs> some breakfast <laughs> and it wasn't even breakfast time. Like, <laughs> You didn't know when he was coming home. It's 7 p.m. You eating cereal. I'm going to die, ain't it? I'm about to die, ain't it? Huh? Don't tell me. I'm about to die. Is that cereal? Is that Count Chocula? At 7 p.m., I'm about, I'm about to die, ain't it? <laughs> Cug got to have that fire peen to me making her act so uncouth. You understand me? You are a judge, ma'am. You are a professional in the court of law. You are part of the fabric of America. You are the one that keeps society clean. And you in this man living room eating cereal at 7 p.m. You eating, you eating soggy cookie crisp. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse. Ain't nothing worse than soggy cookie crisp. What is this dog food? <laughs> who, who, who eats soggy cookie crisp? Bro. Who, who's eating soggy cookie crisp at 7 p.m.? You are a judge. What? <laughs> what is going on? Oh, snap. What? Cereal <laughs> at 7 p.m. equals murder. <laughs> Yo, what is going on? Oh, my God, dog. Hey, yo, sitting in there with the TV off is nuts. It's just quiet, and you eating soggy crisp cookie crisp in somebody else's house? At 7 p.m. because you went and got a copy of the key made that he didn't know about. I'm about to die, ain't it? <laughs> I can't even get through the story, man. Hold up. <clears throat> okay. 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 Me, 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 me. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. McCoy left for work. 
thinking that he had finally gotten rid of her, only to see her sitting on his couch eating cereal the next day. She left McCoy no other choice but to say the scariest thing you could possibly say to a black person. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get through it, but... Oh, man. Bro didn't have nothing left. Okay, okay. I got to start over because I got to start that part of the, the uh, story over. Because this is like a a good novel. Like... <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, cool. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, McCoy left for work thinking he had finally gotten rid of her, only to see her sitting on his couch eating cereal the next day. She left McCoy no other choice but to say the, the scariest thing you could say to a black person. I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> Whoa, 67. Said, I'm going to tell your mama, fam. Yo, listen, he was real life scared at that point. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to tell your mama. That's when Sonya said, oh, you really serious? <laughs> when McCoy went to sleep that night, he was awakened to a hole in his head and pain in one of his eyes. Sonya had shot him, but was pretending as if McCoy did it to himself. What have you done to yourself, she asked. When police arrived, they found gun residue on her hands. This isn't Sonya first time pulling the fire, though. Pulling out that fire, though. In 2019, she was clear of all charges after being accused of shooting her estranged husband in the penis. She is now being charged with attempted murder and aggravated assault. McCoy, he is unfortunately blind in one eye now. Sonya decided to, that if she has to live with holes in her heart, she's going to leave men with... Leave these men with one, too. Thank God they survived. <laughs> Yo. Yo, listen, man. A 67-year-old judge. Who knew that this was the most gangster nigga in the room? Who knew? What the fuck? Do you, what do you mean? How? How have you... Oh, man. What, you're just ruining it. You're Look at my lips. You're ruining it. Ru Yo. This man said, I'm going to tell your mama. This man said, I'm going to tell your mama. She said, oh, you serious? <laughs> she, she waited till this man went to sleep. And she shot him in his head. And when she seen that he didn't die, she told him he did it to himself. Bruh. Emotions. Bruh. That's only emotions that can take you that far to where your mind told you to shoot this man in the head, realize that he's still alive, and then him be like, yo, 
what happened? And she's like, you did it. <laughs> Fellas, listen. You got to read the... You got to see the signs early in life. You got to read the room. You got to see the signs early in life. You have to know that if you took the key away from this girl and you knew that you only had two keys, you go to work and come home at 7 p.m. and she's in the living room eating cereal with no TV on, no music. And some Birdman lugs. You still decided to go to sleep with her being in the house? You got to be out your brain. I'm going to tell you what I would have did. I don't want to go ahead and got that Airbnb with that one lady because I know she got cameras. You know? <laughs> I'm going to where the safety is. At least she going to email it to somebody when I get shot in the head. She, she going to email it to somebody. I'm going back to the lady who got the Airbnb. And then I'm going to bring an extra guest. So she's automatically going to take it and send it to people. <laughs> Yo, you got to read the signs. You got to read the signs. <laughs> You're ruining it. You're ruining it. <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you, what do you mean? How? How have you? Oh, man. What, you're just ruining it. You're ru Look at my lips. You're ruining it. Ru <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> Whoopings at 67 is egregious. <laughs> 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 yo ain't that wild like that's hard to recover that's, that's, that's hard to recover after that like just imagine <laughs> just imagine going to sleep and then you wake up and all you hear is did you tell the folks that you bitch <laughs> Yo, can't make it up if I try. Oh my God. Listen, somebody look up the, somebody do me a favor. Look up the salary of a judge. I need to know what a judge makes. Look up the, a, a judge's salary. I just need, just give me, put me a number in the, in the, in the, uh, in the chat. We need to know. Everybody needs to see this. We got to We got to see what's going on. We got to see what's going on. Cause, cause I got, I got, I got something that, that makes that make sense. Because I'm just assuming that a judge is making six figures. Or close to it, right? Like they have to be. You know what I mean? Like they gotta be making six figures. Melo said 97K. So 97,000, give or take, we rounding off, that's a hundred thousand dollars. That's six figures, right? 
I'm telling you, for me to go, for me to go to school, right, and have to figure out how long it takes to be a judge and all this extra type of jazz, right? For me to do all of that, like like to go to school, law school, be a lawyer, run to be a judge, you know, all that kind of stuff. You put in all of these years of work to get to that point and be a judge and then throw it away because the dude's trying to break up on me. Six figures, bruh. What did I say before? It starts with an E. Emotions. Emotions. Her emotions had her in this man's house while he was gone. He said, it's over. I don't want you no more. We are finished. We through. And she said, I bet. And went in there and fixed some cereal, bro. I'm going to die, ain't it? I'm, you going to kill me, ain't it? <laughs> That's the only, like, what? You eating diggum smacks. You eating diggum smacks at 7 p.m. in somebody else's living room. You, <laughs> you eating frosted mini wheats. <laughs> eating frosted mini wheats <laughs> you eat <laughs> he should have knew better because when she was in there eating the cereal she wouldn't even eat it with a with a spoon it wasn't even a spoon she wouldn't eat it with a fork she was in there eating it with an egg whisk oh yeah she's a killer she's a cereal killer she over eating cereal with an egg whisk I be got <laughs> Yo, oh man, oh, district court judge makes 100, whoa, $193,447, duh, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $
<laughs> oh man, Cuz laid too. He laid too good a rod on it. He gave it that circle. He gave it that. He gave it that. That that snake did. You know what I mean? He gave it a the. Uh, <laughs> he gave he gave it a circle motion that uh, genuine hit on that second video. You know what I mean? Like what? What? <laughs> oh man! Plus, um, we run we running into you know we running towards the end of the of the pod, but I wanted I wanted to tell y'all man that um y'all know I came out with a shoe roast, right? I came out with a shoe roast. And um, I, uh, Donald Trump dropped his shoe. He dropped the January sixes. You know what I'm saying? And I did a shoe roast. It's on the channel. Make sure y'all like it. Make sure y'all share it. Make sure y'all comment. Make sure y'all mess with it, man. You know what I mean? I ain't did. A, I actually retired from the shoe roasts. You know, I I just didn't do them no more. You know, um, if I'm being if I'm being quite honest. I got, I got, uh, I got talked out of my game. I got talked out of my game. Like I, I had a, I had a discussion earlier this week and I, I had really forgot that I had created something and I didn't get a chance to curate it. It grew without me. If, if I'm making it make sense. And what I'm talking about and what I'm talking about is this. Oh my God. So y'all know about that. Everybody knows about that. That's what a lot of people was originally at this channel for. All my videos, I made these oh my God videos with the, uh, you know, with the, you know what I'm saying? With the flames and then, you know, I was doing all of the roast videos. And um, what ended up happening is while my channel was growing, while the oh my God was super catchy, it had touched the the 15 to 18 demographic, right? It touched the 15 to 18 age demographic. And I'm telling you why I know this, because it was teachers hitting me up at the time, showing me during lunch, they in the classroom and they watching my roast videos on the projector. I'm, I wish I still had that footage. Like they sent it to me. I wish I still had it. But they literally watching my videos in the classroom on the projector screen. So my videos are jumping out the gym. Oh, my God is everywhere. Everybody's, oh, my God. And people know the original. It's like I used to hit it two different ways. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? I used to do it. This is this is early in the game. And. What ended up happening, a lot of people was like, man, what happened? And the mistake was, um, I didn't realize that as I was growing, people that was close to me didn't like the fact that I was getting that much attention. And they started trying to convince me that other things was more important than what I was doing, which was curating this, this thing that we know. As as the roast, as the roast, you know what I mean? And um, it started to become problematic. And while this stuff is taking off, I'm starting to dial back the oh my God and the roast, and I'm trying to get it whenever I can because things is just, you know what I'm saying? And 
I missed that window of opportunity for them to identify the root of it, of where it came from. And a lot of people, like I've seen it on MTV, I've seen it on BET, I've seen it on talk shows, I've seen it on, um, I've seen it on Netflix, I've seen it on home home repair shows, I've seen it. It's people saying it all over the place all over the place and it's so weird to see because it's like nobody really knows where it came from i didn't know what i had at the time i didn't know that it was going to do that i just i literally made that up in my driveway like i just pondered on it and i did it and i I made it up you know what i'm saying like i made it up in my driveway you know what i'm saying and um i think i did a i did a terrible job of making sure that people knew who was responsible for that. You know what I'm saying? Cause it grew, it grew to the point where like shoe, shoe, like customizer people, all of that was starting to follow me. NFL network, uh, like analysts on NFL network was rocking with my videos, all that stuff. Right. And I was listening to these people in my head telling me that, you don't need to pay much attention to that as you do this. And I listened, not knowing that they was they seen they seen the glow up happening and they they wanted to minimize it. And they did, because I never got a chance to let the people know where it came from. And I and I didn't really notice it until people like people now is like, that was you? Oh hey, I didn't even know that was you. Like People didn't know that it was really me. And I'm surprised. Like, you didn't know? I'm like, huh? Like, people literally be hitting me with that. Like, all them shoe roasts was you. And I'm like, because my face wasn't in none of my early videos. My face wasn't in none of my videos. It was just whatever I was roasting, it was, that's, that's all it was. So nobody knew. So I'm like, you know, what do I do now? 2024. We out here podcast. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, da, 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 da. So I think I got to do, I think I got to go on a campaign and let the people know where that sound came from. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Like, I think I got to, you know what I mean? And see, uh, he said, I always wanted you and SLV sounds to do a shoe roast together. And you know, that, that, that thing, man, is 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 crazy because a lot of people's momentum was was based off of consistency. And I got robbed of the chance to be consistent, not knowing that that was somebody's plot to minimize what I was doing. I didn't know, you know what I mean? It's, that's life. You you learn, you know what I mean? And that's and that's what it was, man. And I say all that to say that, you know, that's a that's a thing that's in impossible to happen now. I can't be minimized. I can't be minimized. The only way you're going to minimize me is, you know, if you're a 67-year-old judge and I'm your boyfriend <laughs> and you shoot me in my head while I'm asleep and blame it on me. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know, I got to let the people know where this actually came from. Like, I'm trying to, I'm going to talk to my homie, man, who's a videographer, man, and I'm going to try to try to find and backtrack and find all of this old footage of people saying, oh my God, from all over, man, and just put it together like a montage and kind of just let the people know where the real source came from. 
because it's only, it's only you know what I mean? It's it's only a handful of people that know about that. Oh my God! Like they they don't know about the high note. You got to point up when you do it. You know what I'm saying? It's only a few that the real true ones know about that. You know what I mean? He said the shoe roast and the NBA player roast are goaded. Man, dog, I'm telling you, Melo, man, listen, man. It's so wild about the shoe roast and the NBA player roast, dog. Because I was so raw, bro. I was just doing them, dog. It was, it was just unconscious thought. Like, these wouldn't, these wouldn't written roast, fam. These are literally freestyle roasts. So whatever happened then was organic. It just happened. That was what was on my mind at the time when I'm looking at them pictures. Then it grew to the point where, you know, um, Kev on stage had hit me up. That's when I met Kev on stage. Kev on stage had hit me up. Um, Kev on stage hit me up. And we got we got on a phone call. I was talking to him and uh, Drew Tillman. At the time, Drew Tillman was under Russell Simmons over All Def Digital, right? And uh, we got on a group call and they was trying to figure out how to integrate me into All Def. But All Def is based in Los Angeles and I'm in Kentucky. So how are we going to make this happen? You know what I'm saying? And uh, I took a visit to All Def and that's when I was on Roast Me. Uh, the Matt Rife episode. It's still on YouTube somewhere. Matt Rife episode. Uh, and it's like you even even saying that the Matt Rife episode, and it's like Matt Rife done blew out the goddamn water, like you know what I mean. But anyway, uh, it's like I started basically doing contract work for All Dev Digital to where you know Kev would call me and be like, "Hey man, we need uh, I'm gonna send you these pictures, and I need you to make me a, a video." And I'm like, "When you need it, we need it by tomorrow. Say less." So I do the video. And this is the first time I seen my work get produced at a high level, right? Because they took my they took my stuff, all the pictures, and all the ways that I edited it, they took it and sent it to their editing team to where they had the high-powered computers and software. I'm doing this with my phone. And you know, at the time, apps didn't even have a whole lot of capability, you know what I'm saying, or quality. So they doing everything in HD, real flames, real noise. This the, the audio's mixed down. They took my audio. I'm recording it on this mic. I'm I'm recording my audio and sending it to them, and they mixing it down and putting it like the whole thing is a whole setup. You know what I mean? And um, the first time I saw it, I was like in awe because I was like, I sent them a finished version of the video of how I wanted it to be. And they was just going to duplicate it and make it that way, but just make it really high quality. You know what I mean? Transitions, you know what I'm saying? Sound effects, you know, if something switched, it'd be like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And um, it's like it was growing. And when that took place, that took place. I BS you not, bro. The person I was in a relationship with, seeing all of this energy that I was getting, Seeing all this love I was getting, seeing that it was taking off, seeing that it was doing numbers and said, you starting to pay more attention to that than you are your kids, which was a lie. But you know, cause you know how, how I am as a father. I take that really serious. So that was all that needed to be said. I dialed it back. Cause I felt like being attentive to them was more important, which I was attentive every day. Like, you know what I mean? 
My kids went to the gym with me. Like, you know what I mean? But I didn't realize at the time that that was just something to, to, to minimize me because somehow the growth was intimidating to, you know, that person. And, uh, I didn't realize that it made me miss a missile, a missile window. You know what I mean? Everything, everything happens for a reason. I'm not regretting it. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have none of that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm me, you know what I mean? But, um, I feel like it's a way that I can do NBA player outfit roast, pregame outfit roast, NFL outfit roast without being flagged for harassment and cyberbullying. One, it can't be long like it used to. You know, my videos, my early roast videos used to be six minutes, seven minutes long. I was insane. I was out of my mind, bro. I'm making seven, eight minute long roast videos with back to back joints. Boom, 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 boom. Joke, 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 joke. Eight minutes straight. You talking about hungry, my boy? I was eating out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, man, insane, man. And um, I think it's a way that it can be done. And I can't lie, doing that, doing that Trump shoe roast, it actually felt good. It, it, it felt good to like set it up and kind of do it again, man. Because even that, I'm using the same app that I was using back then. And, you know, over time, of course, the apps upgrade themselves. So the app has so much more capability than it did way back then. I mean, like night and day, like it's so easy, so much easier to use and create with than it was back then. But it was all I had at the moment. So I was using it. That was the first app that I actually paid for. The app that I was editing with, you know what I mean? So it, it was, you know, basically I say all that to say that my mission now. is to let people know where that came from. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my mission to let people know where that where it came from, man. My mama still be saying, "Let's get to it." My, my mama <clears throat> My mama say that all the time like, you know what I mean? We agree to do something. She's like, "All right, let's get to it." You know what I mean? So, I say I let to say, man, you know what I mean? Um be on the lookout for that. You know what I mean? Um I got oh my god merch too. I just ain't put it out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was, it was highly recommended that I come out with the, Oh my God merch again. And, you know, I got single color. I got full color. You know what I mean? I got the, I'm talking about the old school, uh, 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 Starks TV logo, the cartoon with the, with the air force one zone and the hat cocked back like TI style, you know, with the flame in my hand. I'm talking about, I'm talking about that. I got that. I got the original OG logo type action, man. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Melo said you got the notification bell, but you're not getting the notifications. Ah, Lord. Click off the notification bell, then click it again. I mean, that's all I can recommend. You know what I mean? Uh, matter of fact, everybody should be clicking the notification bell. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should be clicking the notification bell. That way, you, you know, when I drop them, because I'll be trying to do a premiere. Like when I drop them, I try to premiere them because with the premiere, it's a live feed. So you can comment live in the feed after you get the notification that the video is about to drop. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can see it in real time. You know? Uh, 
And you know, that's that's what's popping. My 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 YouTube channel just got monetized again. Um, what? Probably about twenty days ago, twenty five days ago. And my my YouTube channel wouldn't monetize for a whole year. All my old content was getting reported, and they demonetized my channel uh, because they deemed it cyberbullying and all that, man. So you know, now it's time to trend in this direction. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what we're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? More content on the way. Uh, they keep telling me to, you know, they're trying to push me towards doing shorts more. You know what I mean? So they, they want shorter form content. And, and you know, if you're going to do long form content, it got to be in the form of this. You know what I mean? Podcasts and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that's, that's what's cracking, you know? So I appreciate everybody rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate, you know, all the people watching from way back, man. OG, know the videos, man. Know the vibes. You know what I mean? I was talk I was talking that talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was talking that talk, you know, like eight, eight years ago, nine, ten years ago, you know what I mean? Talking that talk. And it's crazy before anybody was, man. I was talking that talk, man. And it's just, it's everybody, when it comes to being what we deem as success, it's it's a it's a mixture of luck and opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It's luck, preparation, and opportunity. You need luck. To even be lucky enough to have that idea in your head at the time that you have the idea in front of the people who's hearing the idea that you have. You know what I mean? Preparation. If you're doing it and you're consistent at it, then you have a library built up, which means you prepared for whatever happens on the next level. Because if somebody discovers you off of your off of your videos, then they're going to be interested in what else you have. And then they see you have a whole library, boom, subscription. I really rock with him. Let's listen. Let's watch a playlist of Stark's videos. I've gotten videos of people with people at their house with a whole playlist of Stark's on the on the on the YouTube while they got a party going on at the crib. How hard is that? That was one of the hardest things I've ever seen. I'm like, bro, what? Hard. You know what I mean? Luck. Preparation, opportunity. People start seeing your, your thing. You get an opportunity. You already prepared. It's go time. It ain't nothing but up from there. You know what I mean? So with that said, man, a couple things. Realist Rare Specials dropping soon. Waiting on the final edits and, and we good to go. Realist Rare dropping soon. You know what I mean? More shoe roast popping. NBA player roast. All of that's back on the way. We taking it back to the OG levels, man. Y'all are really some real villains to be staying up with me this late. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? And y'all rocking with your boy on the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. Episode 36, man. You know what I'm saying? That said, you know how we go out, man. You know how we go out, man. Appreciate you, Alex, man. Episode 36 of the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. Check. Uh. Listen. Check it out. This is the late podcast. Look, this is the They Don't Hate podcast. This is the uh, I Be Great podcast. Young Steezy, I do what they all ask. 
I'm lying. Young CZ, I'm a lion. That means I'm in the forest and I'm biting. Any intruder, I might grab the Ruga. I might try to do ya. I ain't talking about shoot ya. Understand that it's so damn real. Episode 36, man, we so damn trill. We on a roller coaster and we yelling, we, we do what we gotta do, we do what we need. Young Steve's from Kentucky, they can't see that the style is free. I mean, this is a freestyle. Meanwhile, I'll be in the clean out, getting cleaning supplies. I'm so wild, uh, you can't see me. I'm doing it. Young Steezy, they always trying to ruin it. Look at my lips, they trying to ruin it. I'm doing it. I'm just trying to pursue it, bitch. I'm just so cool with it. Uh, you know I'm freestyling so cold. These boys like a rug. They acting like they so thrown. The comedians need to stop hating. They need to stop hating and they just continue being great. I'm trying to tell these people that they know they letting Steezy in the dough, the blueprint for show. I ain't trying to play with them. I just stay and get them. I'm just trying to hit them either way. I'ma hit it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Areola roller coaster. We always walking out. You know what it do. I'm trying to say that. I appreciate you, man. And it's just like that. And we out. So, you know, the podcast is going to be available on all streaming platforms by in the morning. I will be doing the Don't Tell Comedy Show tomorrow night, man, in Lexington, Kentucky, at Gray Line Station, man. You know what I mean? Headlining that joint, showing them how we really do it. You know what I mean? Don't get it twisted. You see all these people out here with these crews. They be hanging around each other, rubbing each other's backs. Real ones be out here dolo, getting on the stage, making that bit crack. You understand? Y'all be safe, though. Subscribe to the channel, Real Starks 27 on Instagram. Comedian Larry Starks on Facebook. Larry Lord's Rod on ChristianMingo.com. <laughs> I rocks with all y'all, man, and I appreciate y'all, man. And just know, man. Oh my God. It ain't going nowhere, love. <laughs>